After the presidential debates the other night, which I didn't watch, I watched Miss Marple, um, and I think that there were no less than three murders in that episode. But anyway, after the presidential debates and an actual mention of the white supremacist hate group, the Proud Boys, getting basically a direct message from the President of the United States to stand by, I thought it was time to maybe drag up my notes from 2018, from the time that I hung out with the Proud Boys spokesperson at the Republican Club on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. It was only about a month after my dad died in 2018 that I took a long walk. It was his birthday, what would have been his 82nd birthday. And so I ended up in front of the Republican Club. It wasn't my destination, but when I was in the area, I realized I had read about a kerfuffle that broke out in front of this otherwise genteel Republican Club which hosts right-wing luminaries like Sean Hannity, Newt Gingrich, and one of my faves, Ann Coulter. They yap about their recent books and harumph. And so, like magic, in 2018, the Metropolitan Republican Club hosted Proud Boy founder Gavin McGinnis. And McGinnis also Noteworthy because he was co-founder of Vice Media, who, if you go through the archives, you will figure out has had a litany of sexual abuse problems and sexual assault and sexual harassment claims over the years. Hmm. The Republican Club billed Gavin as a, quote, godfather of the hipster movement who has taken on and exposed the deep state socialists and stood up for Western values. Few things. First of all, he is not the godfather of the hipster movement. I was a hipster in 1995 in Chicago when you could sling up at a laundromat and bump into Liz Fair or a D-bag from Smashing Pumpkins or Urge Overkill. I served with hipsters. I knew hipsters. Hipsters were friends of mine. Gavin McGinnis, you're no hipster. Also, deep state socialists? Hmm, sounds familiar. Western values? Let me translate. That means white male supremacy. I came across another reporter standing there in front of the headquarters and she and I got to talking she was from the post so what she was doing was covering the story of this asswipe Gavin McGinnis inciting violence spewing hate and right-wing bullshit broke windows got into fights it was it was a shit show she was there to report on that story and so she and I ended up being allowed into the headquarters, where we were brought into the front sitting room, which was lovely. It's a lovely old building. And there was a dude sitting there, click clacking away on his little laptop. His name is Pax Hart. You can Google him. He's all over the place. 
he is a or was a spokesperson for the Proud Boys and was telling this other reporter and I how horrible it was that Gavin was attacked. And that, my friends, is up for debate and you can Google all about it. But it's basically making excuses for sad little white boys who spew hate and then expect to not be treated like the assholes that they are. He was sitting in the front room of the GOP headquarters when the president of the New York GOP walked into the room and was just harumphing right along with him, right along with the Proud Boys spokesperson who later sent me an email with some bullshit security footage supposedly showing something I should be interested in about poor Gavin, the snowflake, getting his ass beat, which it's not clear from the video. I can share it with you. But also, their propaganda video of them riding armed on their motorcycles, on their open-air jeeps, in front of a Muslim family's home. And this was their form of a peaceful protest. They peddle in intimidation. They peddle in fear. They have their little symbols that they flash when they're sitting at the Trump Hotel in Washington, D.C. Oh, yes, there's pictures of them flashing their little white supremacy symbols while lounging at one of Trump's properties in Washington, D.C., awaiting CPAC, which is the gathering of all right-wing white supremacist lunatics every year. And you know what? I'm sick of them being talked to directly by the president, being given a pass. Heather Heyer died in Charlottesville because of white supremacists. There are no two sides. So when Donald Trump stands on a stage with a national audience and cannot simply say after being given, wait, let me back up, that Chris Wallace or anybody has to ask the president of the United States if he will disavow white supremacists means that, hey, guess what? There's a reason that he has to be asked. It is because he peddles in hate. It is because he supports racists. When he stands on a stage and he tells a militant hate group, the Proud Boys, to stand down and stand by, make no mistake that the Proud Boys and racists and bigots when, when Trump speaks to the Proud Boys, he speaks to all of them. So let me go to my boyfriend, Robert Mueller, to discuss who the all of them are. I was digging through old C-SPAN footage because I don't have a life and I'm a nerd. Anyway, this footage I found from January 11, 2007. Then FBI Director Robert Mueller gave testimony to the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and was asked to address homegrown terrorism. And he said, quote, the militia sovereign citizens movement continues to present a threat to law enforcement and members of the judiciary. Members of these groups will continue to intimidate and sometimes threaten judges, 
prosecutors and other officers of the court. In 2011, then-Director Mueller reiterated during a Senate Oversight Committee hearing that militias and white supremacists and sovereign citizens and other extremist, quote, extremist groups would become a domestic terrorism threat that used the 1995 bombing of the Oklahoma City Federal Building as an example. Where am I going with this? We need to change our perception of who and what white supremacists are, no matter what package they're wrapped in. The Proud Boys, they may have nice haircuts. They may have nice little uniforms, but they're fucking racists. That's all. And they're gross. Because as I sat there in that front room with their spokesperson, making all kinds of excuses about how liberals hate America and how we hate free speech because somebody wanted to punch Gavin in the face for being a fucking racist misogynist. I wanted to kick him in the neck, but I just, you know, I didn't get the opportunity. So to be clear, nobody punched Gavin. <laughs> this is all carved out of whole cloth by the Proud Boys. And there, there's a spate of articles from um, October of 2018 about this minor melee on the Upper East Side. Um, so feel free to Google those and take a look. I think the important takeaway here is that there is no difference at this point between white supremacy and Trump's GOP. There just isn't. To act like there is, to afford a corrupted, nasty, ooh, such a nasty man on stage again? I mean, please, for the love of God, America suffered enough. So this is just a brief primer on Proud Boys and why it's significant that they were mentioned and um, the non-denial denial the next day issued by Trump that he didn't know who the Proud Boys were. I mean, consider all the people he didn't know who they, they were. Ugh, what a liar. Anyway, there's a lot more on this, but you know what? I don't want to sully the um, tone, shall we say, of my dead podcast, but God damn, I just was like, oi, if you want more reading, reach out to me, andy at andycopsa.com. Thanks.